Hey man, I am so excited. What's up, Mitchell? Hey, Michael. How you doing, bud? I'm doing pretty good, man. Thanks for asking. Hey, the weather over there right now, is it r- cold, gloomy, rainy, sunny? Oh, man. It's actually beautiful. It's like 70 and sunny in Houston. That's like the best like we ever get. And so it's actually been a gorgeous day. Man, that's nice. Man. That's How about so- y'all? It's been, it's pretty nice over here a lot, but like for the past two hours, I don't know, just like dusk happened and dawn and i don't know you know what i mean like it just got super gloomy and i'm like crap i still gotta go work out and <laughs> oh, <wow. laughs> but, the on the gloomy days i know yeah oh my gosh i know you're just like you know what? i just want to stay inside and eat a bread bowl and Dude. that's it basically but awesome man so tell me what's been going on this week so far so let's see this week we have most of all of our framing is up in the dental practice. And so everything, we can walk through it and see where every operatory is gonna be, every um, the doctor's office, staff lounge. Um, so it looks really cool, I'm really excited. It was a real encouraging week to see basically your little dream and your, your dental practice come to life. So I was, I was real excited to see it this week. Did you feel like there was any hiccups like in the framing or anything? Or were you like, this is not how I imagined this part or not? Nah? Oh, what's really nice about the framing part is um, being able to change things and be like, oh, maybe this wasn't exactly how I wanted it to do. Let's change it here. Or let's put an outlet here. It makes more sense. Um, One thing that you'll go through in the design process is you have it all laid out and then you see it in person. You're like, well, I want that wall three feet higher. It just makes more sense. So it's a real nice time to adjust things, modify things as, uh, as see fit for the practice. Gotcha. Did you adjust or modify anything? Yeah, I had a coffee bar and, uh, and so we're making like a really sleek looking coffee and sparkling water um, bar in the front. And, uh, the builder put it about six feet tall. I was like, why is this only like six feet tall? I can see over it into the, <laughs> the check-in and check out. And he's like, Oh, it just made sense. I was like, well, Let's extend it to the, the other wall so it looks uniform. Um, and so it was good to my wife came with me. So it's always good to have a second pair of eyes just to catch things that you don't. And she was like, yeah, I totally agree. And so, but it's easy. Like, okay, we'll bring the frame up about four feet and it'll look good. And then um, other things were just outlets. We're like, oh, maybe we want to put a neon sign here. Let's put an outlet there. So it's always good to prepare for what you want, even if you don't think you're ever going to use it, or it's just good to have more outlets and counter space. Yeah. I've never heard anybody say like, man, I have too many outlets. You know what I mean? I, like, I really <laughs> wish I got rid of those. <laughs> I know. Yeah. I, I always feel like, and then sometimes I wonder, I'm like, who, th- who thought about putting an outlet all the way up here? I'm only five, eight and it's like on the seven foot. How am I going to, you know what I mean? I always yeah. wonder to some of those too. <laughs> like where where was that one in the design? <laughs> <laughs> I know, man. So you adjusted the coffee bar height and the outlets. Mm-hmm. You added more outlets or less? We added a few more. Um, one thing we didn't realize we went up. So our office is we're building a uh, second story mezzanine to look out over the practice from the middle and to have extra storage, um, a co working space with local businesses. Um, so a couple of different items. 
But we got up there and all the drywall's done and we're like, shoot, we didn't put any outlets up there. <laughs> but it was great to have your builder there with you because like, okay, where's the easiest spot we can put outlets? And they're like, oh, here, here, and here. And so it was a little late, but it was like we caught it just in time. And so um, always being like aware of always more than um, less. And uh, yeah, just like catching things that you think, oh, this is super cool. And they're like, oh, well, shoot, I didn't put outlets there. <laughs> so yeah. It's my fault. Um, I didn't even think of that. So what would be of- what would be too late? Like if I would you were to look at it and say, like, I want to change this and they're like, sorry, you should have thought of this before. Basically, um, me, I don't want them to have to cut through drywall to find the wires. Um, luckily our space is in a um a, basically a strip center, um, a big development. So the tenants on both sides, they don't have their walls up. So we still have access to the walls from their side. So we can go around it and um, go on the back side of the drywall. Gotcha. Nice. So this whole building that you're going to be in, and none of it is occupied? Uh, it's probably about 25 to 35% occupied with businesses that are open for business, uh, meaning they have their certificate of occupancy and they are actively doing business. The other 75, 60% are either leased or in negotiations. So we fall under that category of we're building, we're not open for business yet, um, but almost all the spaces are taken except for just a few. So the, do you feel like you're going to, the other businesses like cohesively coincide or do you feel like there might be like some, like, man, I hope I don't bump heads with you guys or. <laughs> yeah, good, good question. Um, so it's the tenant landlord, tenant, tenant game going on. Um, we're all trying to get the best deal and mm-hmm. we're all trying to be successful. But been really cool about this space for me personally is there's no like big name, like uh, T-Mobile or kind of those big ones that just go in and really fast and just kind of big name brands for all local either Houston businesses or local kind of businesses around Texas um, or the country that are really just family oriented um, and really cool shops. And so everyone I've met there has been like super supportive of small businesses growing. So we're all trying to support local, um, watch each other grow. And uh, we all have basically different areas in the place. So no other dentist can come into my um my little build area. Mm-hmm. Um, we have exclusion for dentistry in that, which is really nice. So you've gone to the other businesses and introduced yourself or? Yeah, that's one of the best things you can do if you are going into like a, a big center or you have tenants all around you. Just go go get to know them. Go look at their business. Um, most of the ones around me are little boutiques. And so I just, my wife and I just went and did did some shopping, got to know them, um, supported their business. And um, it's been really fun to see them grow. And when we open, they'll reciprocate the favor, come to our grand opening, share us on Instagram and social media. And um, yeah, and we actually, my wife and I did a date on Saturday at one of the new spots, like an electric bike store. And we're like, hey, let's go ride around your electric bikes. And like, we can't help but smiling on these. We're going to do a collaboration together because this is so cool. Dang, that's cool, man. So you, so break it down for the ones listening who are like, man, I want to do that. You go into these locations and do you just say like, hey, I'm going to be open next to you 
as you're buying their stuff, like at the cash register or how do you create that like relationship? Uh, it's basically you just walk in and be like, Hey, like, I love your shop. Um, you got great stuff. Like you don't have to buy anything. Like if you don't really want to, I just found some stuff I really liked. And I was like, Oh, this is actually really good gear. Mm-hmm. Um, but I'm just like, Hey, like I'm the dentist next door. Um, I love to get to know you, hear about your store and just connect with you if possible. And, uh, be there if you ever need anything and so um and a lot of times they do like grand opening parties and like they give out champagne or whatever and just go and mingle and make friends and it's been really fun for me and it's going to be great for business as well because you kind of have this community that's got your back that's not all uh dentists or dental people it's all people from different areas of local businesses and it's, it's really it's really cool to see it's really encouraging and i would highly recommend like any area you're in, just go and meet who's ever close to you. Um, it doesn't have to be anything fancy or formal. Just go put a, a face to the name. Yeah. That's awesome, man. That's cool. And so that's what you got done so far this week, right? We got the framing done. You're, I guess you've been going to local businesses and things like that. You changed the outlets, changed some things to the, to the framing as well. Anything else that you've been doing this week for your practice? Uh, one big thing we did is we're at the point where once the framing's up and you you can kind of see the layout of your practice, you'll pick all the finishes. And finishes are basically the elements that kind of you pick that are particular to your practice. And they can be like light woods, they can be cool art, they can be tile, they can be different accent pieces that really make your practice stand out. And so this week we picked most of the uh, the ones we really liked, we got samples from our um, contractor and we now are going to do some really cool stuff with them and do some fun colored tile and just make things look a little different. Wow. Conventional practices. What did you pick? You got different colored tile? Like what color? We got like a, a cool, like a teal. It's going to be in the bathroom and we're going to do a herringbone and herringbone is basically like where two, it's like a V that goes up the wall. Mm-hmm. Um, so we're going to do a hair, herringbone tile wall that goes up. And then on top of the restroom, there's going to be a herringbone, like a white oak um, rooftop. It's going to be really cool. And so um, we really wanted to bring in natural elements of like a white oak wood and all that stuff with the kind of modern mid-century kind of blacks, whites, and browns. Wow. How much is the finishes costing? Well, that's a great question. Because <laughs> it sounds about, nice. The thing about finishes is they can add up really quick. Um, and so you got to remember, for me, like I want all the high-end stuff like to make it look like my house. But at the same time, you are building a <laughs> business to yeah. um, make a profit. And so having tile that's uh, double the price of subway tile that's is it less than a dollar or something per square per per tile? It's like that's not going to be the wow factor for the patient if it's in the staff bathroom where no one ever sees it. Um, yeah. So it's a, a big game of picking areas that you want to be your accent pieces, and then saving on the other areas that are basically your bread and butter functioning um, working areas. I've seen sometimes where people use like the bathroom as like almost like a a selfie type of station, you know what I mean? For the uh, patient. Oh, you're talking my language now. Is that, is that what you're trying to do? 
Uh, so our bathroom's going to be definitely post-worthy. Um, if they want to take a bathroom selfie, they can share it. And because um, we've, I don't know if a lot of listeners are from Texas, but we had this gas station in Texas called Bucky's. And it started as a tiny little gas station, but their, their strategy was to make the cleanest restrooms. And now they're the biggest gas station like in the whole world. It's an entire experience to go to Bucky's. But it was founded on we want our clients to have a clean place to use the bathroom when they're on the road. Um, mm-hmm. So making your restroom a standout accent piece is like awesome. And patients say, oh, wow, your restroom's so clean. This whole place must be clean if where I do my dirty business is like. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Um, I did. I didn't know Bucky's was the biggest. Uh, I know it's like an experience, you know what I mean? Like getting everything at Bucky's. I feel like it's a little bit like um, you've been to Love's, right? Gas yeah, kind of like Love's. Is that their competition? Uh, they kind of crushed Love's a little bit. Um, Love's is <laughs> for uh, eighteen wheelers and big trucks. Bucky's doesn't really allow eighteen wheelers, and so it's more. Bucky's is more for families, and um, yeah, but Bucky's in Texas has the longest uh car wash in the world it's like 10 minutes drive through car wash it's so fun so so fun it's not it's only in texas huh bucky's uh, i think they're expanding like i think there's like one in maybe florida but i'm not i'm not sure they're reached but it's been a cool company to learn from about how they built it on just the cleanliness and the feel you walk when you get inside of there Gotcha, gotcha. That's a cool philosophy, man. The Bucky's gas station philosophy. Right now, throughout this process, this week, what's been your biggest concern so far? How's it making you feel? Uh, biggest concern is just opening on time. Um, I'm, our build's going to be done the first week in March, and I have my first patient scheduled the first week in April. And so we have about a, a month of time from when our build is done. Um, when I say build, I mean the walls, the finishes, but without installation of the equipment, the chairs, the CBCT, getting all the systems running, getting supplies. So just a lot that's going to go on in that month. Um, And getting approved by the city. We live inside uh, the city of Houston, so permits are a little bit stricter than some other places. Um, So just making sure everything runs smoothly and that we can be ready to go when our first patient walks through the door. Um, so yeah. Why are permits more stricter there? Uh, just within the city limits of Houston. They're just like, they want to keep things inside the buildings, just more regulated than if you're out in the country somewhere where there's no permits to build whatever you want. Gotcha. Do you have like a plan B for in case like, you know, construction is delayed? Uh, for me, it would just be basically calling our patients. Hey, um, we're delayed a little bit getting our permit from the city. Uh, can I reschedule your appointment for a couple of weeks? And I think most people will be understanding. They're like, oh, okay, you're a new build. That's fine with me. Because um, most of my patients I have scheduled now are waiting a few months to come see me. And so um, that's my plan B, just being honest about our build and where we're at and uh, keeping everyone updated. Awesome, man. Okay, cool. So then talk to me about what did you do as far as, I know you said, there. did they already finish painting? the practice they um basically all the walls are just kind of a primer coat 
Uh, painting and wallpaper will be kind of the last steps. Okay, so you did, did you ever go there and, and draw on the walls? I did. We went this week. It was really fun. Um, so we went and we just kind of wrote, my wife and I just kind of wrote all over the walls, either things we're praying for the practice about, things we see that we want our patients to feel known and loved, um, and just like vision for where we want the practice to be in five to 10 years. And so it's just a fun way to kind of set the stage for the foundation of a practice to be built on what you have dreamt it to be for um, forever long you've been creating your baby. So um, that was really fun to see and to see what, what my wife was writing and what I was writing just um, for all the patients walking through the door. What, what was it? Was it like a big contrast or was it a lot of similarities or like, where do you guys see yourself in five to 10 years? I mean, it was just like, we want all the patients to feel known and loved. They want to spread joy through their smiles. And we want this place just to be a light for the city. Um, changing how dentistry is kind of changing the lives of people. And we're all coming out of COVID and it was a pretty, pretty tough year. And we just want to spread the light and hope back into the city where we live. Gotcha. Did you, Take a picture of it and share it, like, on social media or not? I have not. I took a few photos of it, um, but I haven't shared it yet. Do you plan to? Uh, yeah, in probably a few weeks I will. God, why, why are you waiting on that post? Oh, uh, we might go do it again. <laughs> so, uh, <laughs> we, we want to keep them all that we're riding. The walls are going to be primed for a couple of weeks, and so we kind of go on the weekends and play around in the practice and see what's going on. Gotcha. That's cool, man. That's cool. So then what has been your favorite resource this week so far? Oh, my favorite resource. Um, so I'm getting my online scheduling up starting Friday. <laughs> and so um, Next Health has been a great company that I've worked with um, for online scheduling. And they've been really helpful on getting um, my computer set up and scheduling according to my schedule since being an associate and starting our practice, your schedule is pretty tight. Um, so that's been really helpful on my end to, for them to help me um, work around my schedule to get um, my online scheduling portal set up, running and ready to go. Why'd you go with Next Health? Uh, I went with them just because I felt like they're a really cool company. Um, it seems to be a very like techie and um, cutting edge company that really wants to keep growing their technology. And uh, yeah, there's tons of them out there. And I just chose Next Health just because I thought um, they were going to do a great job. And a few of my practices I look up to kind of around the country um, were using them. And I just reached out and was like, hey, what's your experience with Next Health? And I, yeah, it's been really good. And so um, one big thing when picking like third party companies, there are so many and sometimes you just got to pick one and go with it and do the best you can. And cause I got like overwhelmed mentally of like, Oh my gosh, do I do mango, yappy, all this other stuff, flex, book, flex. And I was like, man, just pick something and go with it and see how it works. Yeah. Right. How much right now? Do you know how much they're, they charge you? I think I'm around like between, 300 to 350 or so a month a month something like that gotcha gotcha okay man that's pretty cool that's pretty cool that you went with um them i mean like pretty cool in the sense that you made a decision you know what i mean and didn't like yeah like, oh, no, that's one thing i realized is like you feel good um after you expect making a decision like 
Uh, hold on just a second. Sorry. My wife is calling me. Hey, I'm on a podcast. What's up? No, I haven't, but I'm a podcast. Okay, let's talk to you later. Love you, bye. Okay, bye. Yeah, going back to the decision-making, I think one thing that I realized feels, like, really good is just, like, making decisions and, like, just running with them. And so that's what I've kind of learned, like, all along the way. You'll have a million decisions, and each one is a step closer to where you want to be. And, uh, and yeah, and so I feel like that's given me a lot of peace um, and just, like, hey, we made it. Let's go. Let's Let's figure it out. So I know you mentioned right now you, you around the country, you look up to a couple practices. Which ones? One of them I like is called Grand Street Dental. She's up in New York. Um, and she just has a real fun artsy practice. And um, just kind of one thing to do is just look around at practices around the country, see what you like. And you can even reach out to people and ask them what they've done. And um, definitely Ashley at Smile & Co has done a great job. Um, with her practice, and so she is. Someone we look up to as well, who has run a really cool practice. Has anybody ever told you, like, or just kind of blown you off, or no? Well, I mean, some people don't respond, but um, I don't ever really take offense to that, because, like, sometimes I get a request on Instagram, and I don't see him for six months, so I'm like, oh, sorry, <laughs> my bad. Like, you just don't know. But no one's really been, like, rude to me, or, like, not wanting to help about it. Gotcha, gotcha. What's been the biggest headache, non-dental related or dental related, this week so far? Um, man, I had to do a really hard molar endo today, and it wasn't very fun. And so that was not a it was like all calcified. The canals weren't very tight, and so it just I mean, this wasn't a fun case. We we got it done. It looked great, but uh, yeah, sometimes molar endo just kind of bites you in the butt. You don't you don't prefer to do endos? Uh, not molars on calcified canals that you can't even see on the X-rays. So dang, really? So it was like a surprise <laughs> when you got in there. I was really trying to help this lady, and I was like, "Hey, let's try to save this tooth," and because um, like her last one on the right side, and so this is like one of those cases. You're like, "Well, cross your fingers, hope it works." That's good, man. So that's that was the biggest headache so far this week. Yeah, everything with smile and the practice has actually been really smooth this week. Um, and so I don't have too many hiccups or things to, to, to report on. Yeah, right now it's going pretty good for you right now. I know you were talking about that. Are you going to start doing um, any campaigns on social media or no? Yeah, so I recorded a video this weekend that we're going to start pushing uh, through Facebook. And it's just basically a like page campaign put out a video I'm like hey I'm Dr. McTeer I'm starting small dentistry we were opening up in just a few weeks in the heights and uh like click like below and follow along and uh to see you soon so it's just something simple like that and you just kind of put it out and um see how people respond and so we haven't started it yet but the video is recorded and we're gonna push it through Facebook how much do you plan to put behind that money-wise I'm going to try to do like two to two fifty uh, a month and just see what the return is and uh, do more if needed, do less. And then I still have been like doing a lot of my own Instagram stuff for free. Um, just kind of posting my practice, showing up, sharing updates, sharing construction, and uh, just keeping people in the loop day in and day out of creating a, a personality for the practice. Yeah. Is it hard? Because I know you have your own personal Instagram and the smile Instagram. 
like sometimes you you make something and you're like, man, this is a fire post, and you're like, dang, I gotta put it on another. You know what I mean? Like, uh, yeah. Put- no, I have had that to be honest. I'm like, well, this is great. I want to post it on my personal page, like my doctor page, because I'll get like more um, insights or the impressions. But then I'm mm-hmm. like, I need to put it on Smile because it's like building the practice, which is growing too. Um, but it's kind of like a game. Most of these videos, like if I make a really fun video, I'm like, oh, I'm going to get more views on Instagram than on my dental page. But at the same time, if you kind of merge them together and share stories back and forth, um, then it's like you can kind of do both at the same time. Um, yeah, that's true. You can do both at the same time. So that's easy. Okay, got it. Got you. So the pur- purpose of the Facebook campaign one, the video, is just to get more likes, but that's for when you open, you can target them? Yeah, so they, if they like us on Facebook and just follow along, then they're just a, a person who is definitely interested in the page, and we're doing demographics like within five miles of the practice. And so if they see it and they like it, then they're more uh, – more open to maybe scheduling an appointment once we get open or seeing our updates or just following along if even if they aren't interested in the dentist and they're just like like the video and then they break their tooth and they're like oh i need a dentist oh this one on facebook i like so it's just a way to make your name known um through the social media atmosphere for your own practice yeah i like that too because it's not too pushy either you know what i mean it's not yeah, like hey sign I mean, up like hey like this is who i am this is my practice and we'd love to see you if you want to be a patient yeah, that's pretty cool. That's awesome, man. So then, what is the main lesson this week you want the audience to take away? Oh, man, this week, like I think I, I mentioned earlier, there's a million decisions and just you're never going to be like 100% that every decision you make is exactly right. And that's where you just have to have faith in your practice and faith in what you're building. Um, and because there's so much stuff going on. Um, so I would encourage you just to, to make decisions, to keep growing. Um, don't get hung up on too many of the details. And um, at the end of the day, you're building an awesome business and you're doing dentistry and that should be the foundation of your practice. And then creating other things outside of that um, is just extra. And yeah, sometimes it can be fun though. Um, but yeah, yeah, just making decisions and just kind of keep keep going and don't letting um, all the stuff that's out there be like, oh, this is overwhelming. Um, and reach out to people on Facebook groups if you have questions about products or um, things like that. What would you recommend is a good thing to be hung up on where you're like, ah, this deserves a little bit more thought? Uh, one thing I've done is like my, the finishes, the selections and the practice, like not deciding all at once. Um, just kind of getting samples, making sure you really like them um, before you say yes, confirm. And then um, let's see what else. And just like third-party companies, like not rushing into getting everything all at once, just maybe picking a few and seeing how they work and um, going from there and kind of reading reviews, talking to the companies and just kind of taking your time because at the end of the day, the ball's in your court. As a dentist, everyone kind of wants your business. And so everyone's pulling you which way. And um, yeah. Has there been any business or company that kind of has rubbed you the wrong way a little bit? Uh, not so far. Everyone's actually been really helpful. That's good, man. That's good. So then what to you um, throughout this process, what are the things you kind of wish you knew before this week? Yeah, I wish I knew how to freaking build like construction. Like 
going into the practice. I'm like, this looks good. This looks good. Um, but at the end of the day, like I'm taking my contractor's word for it that everything looks good. Um, and so if I could learn more about construction, that'd be really handy. Um, <laughs> yeah, no, nothing too like mind blowing this week, just like general knowledge of how construction works. That would be helpful. Yeah. It's good to know, like we need a lot of outlets. But no, that's good. So then what's next, man? What's next? So I'm getting my online scheduling up on Friday. Um, so I'll kind of give you an update on how that's going. Um, how it works and what I, what I like about it. And then uh, next, this weekend, we're actually doing a, uh, a big photo shoot for the practice. So it's one of our marketing campaigns. So we're renting out a, a photo studio and bringing in about five to, five to six people and just taking fun photos of them in front of our brand color backdrops. Basically, we've chosen like five colors that are our brand and then we're getting backdrops in those colors so people can take photos in front of them then use them for social media marketing and creating a cool, um, cool, fun image of dentistry. That's not your stock images that you find on Google and it's not a toothbrush in a jar. And so just a cool <laughs> way to um, interact with people. And they're all kind of people we know in Houston that have great smiles and they can share the photos themselves and they get all the content after we're done. So that'll be a real fun thing to do this weekend. I love the, keep y'all updated and share some photos how it turns out um this is say, of your team or no this is of just like your friends friends and acquaintances we know in uh, houston that are just really fun people and so we're one of our friends is a photographer so she's coming out and shooting all of them and uh it's, it's gonna probably cost us around four or five hundred dollars but um it's so worth it for the images you'll get and you can put them around your practice and um and yeah, just kind of create a, a sense of a vibe for your practice almost with all of your um, products you're going to give out and just creating the feel what it's going to be like Dude, a practice. That is so freaking brilliant to do a photo shoot of with like, you know what I mean? Like just people yeah. in and then they can keep the photos, but be like, hey man, just, just tag us. You know what I mean? That's all I ask. You know what I mean? Yeah, and we love it when we post them and they'll share them. So it's a great way to like, one thing I don't like doing that we've had to do is using like the stock images on Pexels or Unsplash or something like that. Those websites that have great stock images. Because mm-hmm. this is not very personal. Everyone kind of knows somehow it's a stock image. Um, and to create like a personal brand to your company, you really want to use people that are, in the city um and it's just going to create a really a really cool feel for smile are you paying them too or no like your friends and acquaintances or not it's just like just be a part of it no i'm giving them my uh, free champagne and mimosa <laughs> and then we're just going to kick back and they get all the photos and so um, Dude, that's pre- that's pretty cool man that's different i've never heard of that i've never heard of yeah, that it's fine. i've done a lot of free photo shoots for a lot of friends so they kind of return the favors and um it's just a great way to interact with the community and uh like a champagne and bubbles kind of photo shoot. So it'll be fun. Yeah. Awesome, man. We look, we look forward to, to seeing the pictures and also at the same time, like hearing a little bit more. And guys, remember, if you want to continue to follow the journey, make sure to follow uh, Mitchell on his Instagram and Facebook and everything like that. So go in the show notes below. And then next week, we'll also get the budget breakdown, right? Yeah, we'll kind of run through the budget and kind of see what I allotted to different areas and uh, give you an idea of where we're at. Sweet, man. Awesome. All righty, man. Well, I appreciate it. Thank you so much. And then any last words? Uh, No, thank you. And uh, hope to follow along. And this is the making of Smile Dentistry. Cheers. (laughs) 